motivation is overrated, the environment often matters more. Your environment plays a major role in habit formation. Cookies staring you in the face make it hard to, make it hard to diet. Trying to stop drinking? Don't hang out in bars. Hi, I'm Language Bro, and welcome to a book review for a better you. On this channel, I'll be reviewing some of my favorite books. Some may be in business, others may be in self-help, or others just may be general reading or just things that I find interesting. I'll do a chapter-by-chapter -chapter review, and at the end of the book, I'll do a summary on what the book meant to me. Obviously, this is not meant to be a definitive opinion or definitive review of the book. It's just my opinion and my take on what it meant. So if you're ready, come along and let's get started. Next up, in a book review for a better you, and this week we're gonna tackle Atomic Habits. Tiny changes, remarkable results. An easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. This is by James Clear, book and what I got from it. So if you're ready, let's get it, get it. Starting with the intro. Intro, habit. A routine or behavior usually performed regularly and without conscious thought. These are words by the author. The author writes that a series of small changes can have a tremendous impact on your life. Well, let's take a look and see if there's any truth to this. Most of us go through our existence on autopilot. Let's shine a little bit of light on our habits and see if we end up in a different location. Let's examine the rule of 1% improvement. For example, a reduction in 1% of the time it takes to do a task, increasing your skill level by 1%. This, over the course of time, can lead to major impacts. Just think of it as the compound interest of achievement. Don't get discouraged by the lack of visual progress. You must reach a breakthrough or tipping point before any 1% changes become noticeable. For example, a breakthrough is the accumulation of the previous 1% actions. Don't focus on the goal result, but instead focus on the system, the process to achieve the goal. Goals are a snapshot in time. The system is the journey that helps you get the goal and keep it. Chapter two, how your habits shape your identity and vice versa. There are three components of a habit, your identity, the process, and the outcome. Think of this as three circles with your identity in the center followed by the process, then the outcome. Habits become part of our identity. So by beginning with the outcome or result we want to achieve, we may be able to quickly change the desired behavior, but since the habit is part of our identity, in time, it will return. Think diet and gym membership and New Year resolutions. It's our beliefs that drive our actions, so we must first change how we identify ourselves, and the outcome or results will follow in time. Chapter three, how to build better habits in four simple steps. A behavior rewarded with the desired outcome gets repeated. Four steps of habit formation. First, there is the cue, the craving, the response, and the reward. Cue 
This is the trigger that initiates our behavior. It could be a memory, a sight, or smell. The craving. This is the motivational force behind each habit. The response. The actual habit being done. Lastly, the reward. The end goal of the habit. Rewards serve two purposes. To release us from the craving and to teach us that this action is worth remembering and repeating. The four steps are in two phases. We have the problem phase, which is the cue and the craving. It tells us that something needs to be done. The solution phase, the response and the reward, it tells us that we need to take an action to receive the change desired. Chapter four, the man who didn't look right. You are more than your conscious mind. Habits formed are under the control of the automatic unconscious mind. To establish habits, the cue that sparks the craving must become so automatic that we are not even aware of it. To focus on an automatic habit, you can use a system called point and call. This is when you point out an action and you call it out. For example, taking the metro. I have my card and I have my keys. Leaving for a long trip, I have my keys, I have my passport, I have my luggage, and the doors are locked. Trying to break a bad habit may also require the use of a habit scorecard. Chapter five, the best way to start a new habit. Make the cue obvious and easy to detect. Utilize and implement intention. In other words, specify a time and a place to act. For example, I will spend one hour writing at my desk at 9 a.m. Utilize habit stacking. That's connecting new habits to an existing habit. For example, I will meditate for five minutes after my morning coffee. It is best to begin a new habit on the first day of the week, month, or year when your enthusiasm is at its highest. Chapter six, motivation is overrated. The environment often matters more. Your environment plays a major role in habit formation. Cookies staring you in the face make it hard to make it hard to diet. Trying to stop drinking? Don't hang out in bars. You can change your environment and change your habit. Designate a location for one purpose. For example, bedrooms are for sleeping. Kitchen is for cooking. Adding other functions such as TV watching and phone surfing to these environments can lead to increased bad habits. Chapter seven, the secret to self-control. Habits can be changed, but they are never forgotten. Habits are autocatalytic, feeding on themselves. Increase self-control by reducing temptation. In other words, change your environment and decrease your bad habit cues. Chapter eight, how to make a habit irresistible. Use temptation building. Link an action you need to do with an activity you enjoy doing. For example, washing the dishes while listening to music. That would suppose, of course, that you enjoy listening to music. Chapter nine, the role of family and friends in shaping your habits. Humans, people, have an innate desire to fit in and be liked. We are typically influenced by those closest to us. For example, family, large groups, large groups would be society, 
and the powerful, those whose success we want to imitate. Chapter 10, how to find and fix the causes of a bad habit. All habits are initiated or strengthened by a craving to do, to have, or to be something. Craving to smoke may represent underlying benefits for relaxation or acceptance. Thus, to stop smoking, it may be necessary to find other cues that will trigger the same cravings, i.e. meditation and deep breathing, that will provide the same benefit to you that you got from smoking. Chapter 11, walk slowly, but never backwards. The sustainment of habits is based more on the number of times they are performed, not the amount of time they are performed. It must be, it must be performed enough times that neural pathways are formed or muscle memory is established. Chapter 12, the law of least effort. Humans are hardwired to choose least difficult tasks over more difficult tasks. To decrease bad habits, make them more difficult. For example, TV watching, hide the remote, unplug the TV. To increase good habits, make them easier to accomplish. For example, dieting, prepackage healthy snacks and place them more convenient to grab or to have access to. Chapter 13, how to stop procrastinating by using the two minute rule. Make a new habit very simple and you are likely to continue it. A new habit should be no longer than two minutes. Continue to do it until the frequency makes it a habit. Then you can increase the length of time you practice the habit. For example, do one push-up. Practice guitar for one or two minutes. Chapter 14, how to make good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible. The use of technology or a commitment device can make bad habits harder to enjoy. For example, too much TV? Again, put an outlet timer on a router to shut the TV off at a certain time. No more TV. Technology can also help to make good habits more easily available. For example, have prescriptions automatically refilled or when you eat out, ask the waiter to prepare half of your meal for takeaway or to go. Chapter 15, the cardinal rule of behavior change. What is immediate is repeated. Humans are conditioned slash hardwired to seek out immediate gratification. You can change this by adding a little discomfort to your bad habits and adding some immediate reward to your good habits. Chapter 16, how to stick with a good habit every day. Start a habit tracker, something that provides a visual example of your progress. This can be as simple as making a calendar and putting an X by the day if the habit was performed. Don't get discouraged when you miss a day, just don't miss two days in a row. One day missed, one day missed is maybe a mistake. But two days missed, that's a habit. Chapter 17, how an accountability partner can change everything. Humans are more predisposed to pleasure than pain. Create a habit contract where if you miss certain goals, there's a penalty. Share this contract with someone so that they can hold you accountable. Chapter 18, the truth about talent when genes matter and when they don't. Genes make a difference, but they're not the only difference. Some things align with our natural talent, those would be genes. It is these skills or habits 
that will be easier to hone. This does not mean that if you were five feet tall, for example, you cannot excel at basketball. It just means that you will have to work harder. To be successful and happy, it is probably best to work hard on the things that come easy. Chapter 19, The Goldilocks Rule. How to stay motivated in life and work. The Goldilocks Rule states that humans perform best when a task is on the edge of their current ability. Not too hard, not too soft, but just right. So that means that you have to reach just a little to achieve it. Eventually, all tasks or habits reach the level of boredom, but the professional slash expert finds a way to work through the boredom. Chapter 20, the downside of creating good habits. Good habits over time can make us careless because we fail to notice the little errors or mistakes. A habit plus deliberate practice leads to mastery. Mastery is the constant desire to move or to pursue the next level after conquering the previous ones. Conclusion. So what's my take on this book? My take is, it is the small things over time which can make the biggest changes in our lives and they're the easiest to manage. However, if we do not apply the right tools or systems to enable us to stick with these changes over time, we are unlikely to make permanent or sustained life changes. And remember, when you continue to pour good things into yourself, eventually, with time and patience and perseverance, good things will pour out. Again, I'm Language Barrel. Thanks for stopping by. We'll catch you on the next episode. Ciao for now.